Hello and welcome back to the Tennis Clubhouse with your host, myself, Jamie, and alongside me, our doubles partners of Ryan and Paul. G'day. G'day to you as well. This week we'll be dissecting a little bit about our local tennis club and talking about the clubhouse itself. So we'll be looking into different types of players at the tennis club, the actual clubhouse itself, the courts, committees, leagues, tournaments, mascots, you know, everything that makes a clubhouse tick really and stuff like that. We'll probably start off just by telling us a little bit about ourselves and types of players that we are. We've got Paul Gregson here, who started off playing tennis with a 200-400 and a 200 backhand, was it, Paul? That's correct, yeah. It was just just as I started, maybe because I didn't have enough power beforehand. I had to use that extra hand just to give it a bit more power. But then I decided it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> Results weren't getting there, and they still aren't. But, you know... Gone to the one handed forehand, yeah, and I do remember. I, I remember playing Paul, and I didn't actually know what his forehand and his backhand was. And yeah, is that even a thing? On, yeah. If you're a two handed tennis player, do you even have a forehand? Or is it do you have two backhands? No, your forehand. You just hold your racket. The other hand on your racket to make a forehand. So that's the backhand. Well, what was that uh, woman's tennis player called? The woman, woman. The woman. Uh, Marion Bartoli. The Italian. Does yeah. she have two backhands? Is she the first ever? Two-handed backhand winner. No. Do they have a forehand? That's but your backhand is played on your backhand side. Yeah. Over here. And your forehand's played on your forehand I side. And your two hands is a backhand? No, it's not. It's a two-handed forehand. I just thought that then. Yeah. <laughs> We've analysed a bit of Paul there. He's obviously got... Well, he, did, he has since changed, but he did start off with the old double-hander. And then we've got Ryan, given a lot of nicknames by a couple of the older players at the club, El Shanko. Yeah. Loves to hit everything but the strings, we'd say, maybe sometimes. I believe you buy the whole racket, and therefore you use it's in my racket. best interest to use all the racket. That's very true. So, but he has got a good little serve on him, I'll give him that. I've got a good serve. Um, game's undergoing development at the minute. I'm now changing my forehand grip. I used to have what I would class as a Nadal forehand, but then it turned absolutely... Severe. If you've ever watched Karen Kachanov play, yeah, it's like that, but on steroids. Just horrible. Stets. It's it's, it's it horrible. Is, yeah. and, and obviously, my game is you know a one. You know these boys can't really. Jamie's bump. game, Paul. If I had to summon up one weakness, if we had to say it in three two one, three two one, one backhand. Yes. <laughs> I think they're coming up with two there. And I was going to say double, double faults. Yeah. I was in a final <laughs> with Jamie once. We were, I think we were six five up. Jamie to serve. Serve it out for the win, and he put down four double faults in a row, and we lost the game to love. Luckily, we won the tie break. No, we I think won. we were 40 15 up in that game. We were serving out two match points. Oh, yeah, we had two match points, and he put down four double faults in a row, and we lost the game, but we won the tie break, so we won the match. I've never seen anything like it. You think I've never win seen it. anything like it again. And I don't know what came about. I wasn't nervous at the time, I'll say that, but it just wasn't. You know, when four you just get the yips, I'd probably say. And a match point. I was at the net. And I remember collecting these balls in at the net. And I forgot I was playing at one point. I got to the side, I got on my knees. Then it was the ball, right? I forgot I was in the game. Really. Very true. Very true. So, yeah, we've obviously told you a little bit about ourselves. Hopefully, you get to know us a lot more throughout this series on the podcast. But, yeah, just different types of players at the podcast. Obviously, obviously a podcast, so different types of players at the clubhouse. The, the main ones that sticks out are the serial winners, I'd probably say. You know, those players at the club that are absolutely incredible. They just win everything. It seems to me like there's, it's like a big three, but within your own clubhouse, I feel like 
everyone's got their there's a big one be a big one or a, a big, big two. two same people who win every year i mean we've got that it's not a problem in our club you've got to raise your standards to be the best but I do. unless he stops playing if he doesn't play in the tournament no one else is going to win yeah, like you said, like i love it I love it. It makes you want to win it. Probably be like that. Every club, all the club, most clubs, yeah. you know, they'll have the best, two, three best uh, players there. Um, and then obviously at our senior level as well within the clubhouse, there is someone who continuously wins that one over yeah. and over again. So I don't think it, it ever changes. But zero winners, I think, are great, great for the club because obviously it raises your game. You get to play with them sometimes, and it ups, it ups your game. I think most people think that about me when they get to play with me. I mean, yeah, sometimes. Well, uh, probably coming on it. to uh, yeah, some of the uh, <laughs> yeah, some of the more obviously the better players or the let's just say the ones who bring a little bit of something to the clubhouse, a little bit of someone. I can't think of the words here. You know, someone who's outgoing or you know, some of the outburst players who have got you know some of those mad moments to the court when you just tennis outbursts. We're talking about probably yeah, yeah, some players at the club who just let loose and can't control their emotions sometimes and I think it's great to watch that sometimes happen. Yeah, I don't think I can't remember when I was younger really seeing it. You see kids throwing the rackets but I think yeah. it's so much better when you become an adult and you just see someone lose it. Lose it. Yeah. Jamie, there was a time I wasn't there but tell us about that. There's a famous shirt. There was, there was one great moment at the club tennis class. I'm playing doubles. Paul was actually refereeing at the time. Um. And yet, just I think we ended up winning the game. And I just watched that's the other side of the net. This lad just ripped his shit right down the middle. I absolutely loved it. I don't think he knew where it come from. Did I he think... have another shirt? No, he didn't. He walked, he walked across the net and shut my hand with a, <laughs> with a ripped shirt. I don't know if he'd already broken his racket at that time. But oh. that for me is probably one of my highlights. And I love it. Every time I speak to him, you know, we have a great laugh. That's um, your favourite outburst. My favourite outburst that I think I've ever heard. <laughs> He's saying, no, don't say it. But Paul, Paul yeah. told me about this one time. We lost a match. Loads of match points or whatever. Yeah, no, but won. He was waiting in the car park for his lift. This was about half an hour after the game. <laughs> <laughs> he decided to get his racket out. Half an hour after the match, so everything's ended. He decided to get his racket out of his bag oh. and just smash it to bits in the car park of the tennis club. So let, let's just get some detail. It was an old racket. <laughs> I, I was frustrated. I shouldn't have lost this match. And I just decided... And then half an hour yeah. later was the time to... Uh, yeah, yeah let just it before we tank, we uh, lift turns up. I just thought... Just let some emotion out. I tried to think what would happen if the lift was early. Would you have started smashing the racket in the, uh, <laughs> the, the lift? The cab? Possibly, that yeah. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> what about yourself, Paul? Any sort of big outbursts or just, just the language sort of side of things? Yeah, the language. Um, you know, you, you come across different clubs and different personalities. Do you remember that Italian guy? For... Yeah, the yeah. Italian guy, yeah. yeah. He was good. He, he was... Um, you know, these like, the when you play leagues and there's always like a renowned person when you go to that club, you're playing in yeah is mental like there's always that not just at your own club but there's a renowned it's difficult yeah somebody that you don't know who you think's a a gentleman an old gentleman come out with this sort of behavior it sort of shocks you a little bit it's It's coming from a it's It's just amazing like because it's just a you know we just play as a hobby don't we i remember another good one was when one of the younger lads from another club came to ours and we'd have obviously the new courts and he kind of smashed the racket on the floor as you do 
and obviously one of the older guys at our club who was my partner at the time over me said, don't do that, you'll damage the courts. And he's seething and I'm just like keeping my head down like, oh, God, let's yeah. just get to the other side here. But yeah, I think they're the best players, obviously. That's it. The best clubs understand. bring the most joy to you. Yeah. But yeah, another one, probably the ones who are always there every day. We probably don't even see them when we're busy either at school or during our jobs. It's those Let's see, all, all, the, all the older generation who are always there. Paul, you say, what was it, the groups, they have the, the women's do the set times and like the yeah, and you, stuff you like that. Yeah, you play every lunch, well, three, four times a week during the lunchtime, a particular time. The older people, you know, older generation. They have their own little groups and stuff like that. They have their own like little that. groups, little clicky groups together, you know, so. I remember getting involved in that one when we were doing like our summer and stuff like that. We'd have a couple of the older lads, well, the older lads, the older gentlemen who invited us to let us play. And that, they were some of my best times when they'd go and make us a cup of tea and a, a you know, a cake and stuff like that. I thought I was getting the, the life of luxury as we've tried to bring here today. Ryan has brought some biscuits for us. On a what, plate. On a plate. That is how they are served at Tennis Club. Yes. You never see the, the uh, biscuit wrapper. Never seen the biscuit wrapper. They don't exist. Everything comes they don't exist. Plate. Paul seems to think it's because, why did you say Paul? They're from the week. They're probably from the week. Probably, before, probably out of yeah. date. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, evidence. And then, yeah, one of the other final ones that we thought was obviously... The older gear, no idea, guys. You know, you see them at every club. They come in the brand new gear. It's the ones that you see, and I don't know where they get it from. Who owns the Roger Federer? Uniqlo gear. Where do they get it from? Where do you buy that? I know it's expensive. Matching trainers, socks. The whole lot. There's always someone in the club who's got the whole gear. Yeah. It's good to see. It's good to see. But yeah, there are some other types of people. Any any other ones that you can think of with some of the ads? No, just um, as you said, it's good to um, see the clubs, like you said, the young generation and the older generation mixing. within a club mixing. Yeah. You know. That's what makes it so good. And obviously yeah. you got the Sometimes young... you get friction between that and that's yeah. when it really gets good. Yeah. Yeah. The club the club is good. It comes to the ties and moments, but and they said they're the younger generation, obviously you get a few of the whiz kids coming through. But you know that's that's probably in every club. But yeah, we'll we'll move on then to talk a little bit about more about our own tennis club and probably some that are very similar traits really to, to your other clubs. But in every club, you know, I'm just thinking about every clubhouse. You know, one thing that's definitely in every clubhouse is a table tennis table. You know, sometimes we all think we're better table tennis players than tennis players. There's sometimes always a table tennis table, and it always has a cracked table tennis ball. Yeah, that's what I've uh, realised in every. Well, there's always going to be crack racket. Bad weather in yeah. England, so. For the bad weather, we need something, something. indoors to uh, yeah. occupy ourselves, and yeah. And then there's always obviously you no know, couches and stuff like that. Really, old an old couch. I don't know where they find these couches sometimes, but I do. They are comfy as well for some reason. Yeah. But it kind of like seep like, into the back of it as well. You kind of. I always think, think they're dirty these couches because if you think about it, you come the, in sweaty. Sit on it. You sit on the couch, and everyone's sitting on the couch. Yeah, I think. Make it ill. I'm just thinking about now. It's probably the worst place you could sit. True, true. And then obviously you've got the kitchen and the bar. The bars are always... Uh, low standard. Uh, yeah. Rubbish is yeah. the worst. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one draft ale. But, but there are some clubs that we go to around our sort of northwest area in Lancashire that are quite good. And But, but not, they're be... not predominantly tennis clubs. Tennis clubs. Either, sometimes like, like a said, combination. Golf, club, golf mm. clubs and cricket clubs and... Mm. Other clubs, but yeah, hopefully, well, Ormskirt, oh, our local tennis club, Ormskirt Tennis Club, which is where we all sort of started, was you know, hopefully getting a redo with regards to like funding it. There's been talk of an upstairs bar, 
maybe even squash courts being on there that I've heard. I don't don't agree with the squash courts, but a nice bar would be very good, you know. Nice bar, nice changing rooms. I think that's all on the um, agenda. Who goes to a tennis club and gets changed? Loads of people. Loads of people. <laughs> Who does that? Well, they've been talking the all these things work. I've never gone to a tennis club and gotten changed. Yeah, that's because yeah, you're part of the younger generation who don't. Yeah. These, these men go to and get changed. Showers and everything. They do. They always go with them. But, uh, oh yeah, and the, and the kitchens and stuff like that. The kettle must be, I don't know how it still manages to make tea, some of the kettles <laughs> in the state that they're in. I don't know how no one's been electrocuted from the kettle. Yeah. Exactly. But it's always sort of a can of milk that we always use. Never question, really, you know, how long it's used for. But, mm. yeah, and then we'll just obviously, with our courts, well, a big part of the tennis club is its courts, of course. You know, I think we've got one of the best courts in the sort of northwest area, the type of surface that it is, the, the artificial play. If I had to explain that to someone outside of tennis, I've explained to my mates, we've got a football pitch like you see, you know, the new 3G. Yeah, yeah. You know, the new 3G, yeah, the little yeah. black bits. We've got that, but for clay. That's how I explain it to my mates. And it kind of makes them understand that it's a high quality pitch that you can kind of play in most weathers. Yeah. Just like a 3G football pitch, you can play in most weathers. Yeah. That's like the chords we've got for people who don't know oh, what's yeah. in a tennis club. And it's good on the gripping wise. You know, you don't see anybody slipping, okay, sliding, but not slipping as in... Yeah, it's not dangerous. It's not dangerous. And takes all types of weather, if it's raining, constantly raining, after a few minutes. Soaks it up. It soaks it all up and you're ready for play. Draining is good. play. But then you go to some of the other clubs around the sort of... These can be hard, tarmac, just horrible. The bounce, I know the bounce sometimes on ours isn't the best, but some of these clubs that I turn up to... Don't really want to play it. What's your worst surface, do we think? Tarmac, it'd have to be those. Yeah, those tarmac, tarmac. Outside of tarmac, because obviously everyone's tarmac, side like playing on a car park. I would say a carpet that is a rubbish carpet. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, those are good. Yeah, carpet that yeah. doesn't bounce. Well, those you know sort of I mean? like. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think. The only ones I can think of are like David Lloyd's where they got the carpet cords, but they're like rapid. Sometimes they're too fast. Yeah. I think carpet cords that don't bounce are the worst. And. I've had a privilege, or maybe not so such a privilege, oh. to play on grass courts, oh. which are really hard to, you know... They have to be maintained. They have to be maintained, so I can't knock it, but um, not the best. If not the best. anyone is listening and wants to invite me down to a nice grass court, I have never played on grass. Yeah. So okay. email in to and, the tennis clubhouse at hotmail.com. I'd love to play in a grass court. Make my drink. Maybe somewhere in the southwest of London, possibly. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> SW. SW19. Maybe. It's just anywhere around there, really. <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah. Okay. Well, I played on, obviously, yeah, grass as well. Good just to dive and have a little bit of fun on, yeah. on those courts, really. But Even court 18 will do, right? Not really fussy, to be honest with you. Just show up. Just show up. How about how about we give them a call? I I think they'll let you go on court thirteen at uh, LSW nineteen, <laughs> don't you? Uh, I don't think they have one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think show, obviously show back to up. our sort of clay course. One of the good things that well, everyone says when they come to our course that it's obviously good for a couple of the oldies who on their sort of body as well for them. But the best one is obviously ball marks. It clearly shows the ball marks, but sometimes you still do get those people who do like to kind of pick a different ball mark or. <sighs> You, we all know. I think that's the best thing about our courts is the ball marks. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I like seeing a ball mark. I like doing a serve. Clips the outside line. And you can actually you see, can it, actually like, see it. Yeah. 
where it landed, how far up it landed in the uh, yeah. surface. If you don't know what Paul's like, uh, just so you know who he is now, Paul's the type of guy who would run around the other side of the court <laughs> just to point out that the ball's there. That's the type of like Paul is. Paul loves to be the referee, which is fair to him. He's probably, everyone says he is the best referee at our club. He'll skip round there. He'll skip right round there. He'll do the hand sign down yeah, the bottom. Just to say out or in or... Yeah. Ball is away. That's, uh, yeah, those are probably some of our sort of courts at Oldsco Tennis Club. We've got five courts, two with floodlights. What I don't get is why sometimes when you play tennis late at night, why, why is there a cut off at 10? It's just an English thing across the whole thing for no, residency. The, uh, our neighbours. Yeah, the residency thing. Yeah. You see that at Wimbledon as well. We have the residency thing, but they don't care about that in America or no. as I said, the Australian Open. Big thing, you know, respect. No, yeah. we don't respect the players in Australia. Who was saying that? Mm. Some Scottish guy was saying about yeah. it. Yeah, isn't he? But uh, yeah, obviously we'll, we've got obviously in the clubhouse big part that me and Ryan have never really been a part of. Specifically, would have to be the committee with the tennis clubhouse. And Paul has actually had the pleasure of being on the tennis committee. Paul, do you want to maybe take us through? This is Paul's section, by the way. This is so Paul's section. I'm really interested. He was very proud we do to have, have a few section. questions. <laughs> Paul, what actually happens at this? Hold on. Oh duh. Committee in session. Committee in session. Yeah, so I was a member of the committee, obviously the tennis club committee, for about five, six years. Um, And it basically, just to look after the club, all the financial size, well-being of uh, the players, uh, maintenance of the clubhouse, the courts, um, how to attract new members. Okay, i got a question. Does the... So whoever's in charge, the chairman of the club, does he... Say something like how to get more members, and you all put your hands up and you all give ideas. And or is it like he says what you're gonna do, and you all just nod your head? No, he comes up with the ideas, and he gets he the gets the um, approval. Yeah, so we have to like vote on it and then oh, get the approval. Okay. And and how often do these meetings go? They once every month. Every month. Every meeting every month, and then uh, an annual meeting. An annual every year. Is he something big about the annual one? Do you go somewhere? No, it's the same. Do you spend the club, club budget. Spend yeah. the club budget, it's the, and it's regarding, yeah, the year budgets, um, and, you know, to introduce new members in. Do you or eat every month? Do you all go in your tennis outfits or? No, it's sit around and stay with the rackets on. Smart casual wear. What about Smart Paul? Casual. Is there a weekly? Is there food involved? Does someone bring the biscuits? Who does the tea? We have biscuits and tea involved. Biscuits and tea. Paul makes it every month. I know with the different the people is. that make up the, the committee. What are these? So we try to get like a mix of younger, older opinions on the club and the committee. Are you just to get or older? I was middle aged. <laughs> That's um, um just to get a like different view on different things about um like obviously the younger ones, social media and you know the, the social side of it. So to break it up, we've got what a coach, a committee, first team players, general committee. Who are these young people? Surely it wasn't any younger than thirty. Can't no. imagine anyone younger than thirty wanted to sit through that. Yeah, no, there was younger. Well, we 18, have got a new. There is a new one on it now, isn't there? The the captain, our first team captain. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, was he the only one? Or is he just? He, a he's new? not an actual. Oh, is he not on it? Um... He's not on the. Uh, no, he's not a member. Oh, he's thirty. Oh. But, you know. And do you do you gossip, Paul? Is there any? Is there there's any no backslagging? No, is there? Yeah, there's, there's no gossip. Everything's done above board. Has yeah, to go through votes and everything. Before do, is there 
bitching, moaning outside of the committee about the committee. And do you know why he doesn't know that? Because you were moaning about him. That's why he doesn't know that. That is. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention that, so um, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Okay. About the committee, Paul. Any big changes that you implemented yourself? Yeah. Whilst being on the committee. Well, that was to do with the um the tournaments. Paul ran the local club tournament every year, basically. How many years? About ten years. Still. Yes. Are we doing it this year? Are we doing it this year? Yes. Eleven years. Open for a a favourable draw. He never. He always puts me against this family that I always lose against every year in singles. Yeah. I don't think he does it about ten of them. Don't put any in the rider or whatever it's called. The handicap one. But yeah, that's probably a great one to move on now. So obviously, a bit about the leagues and the, the tennis club tournaments. As, as we mentioned there, Paul, well done for your segment there, mate. He's thrown very, a post-it note on it there. Very informative there. But So, a little bit about our tennis. So obviously, you've got the standard men's, men's, singles, doubles. But one thing that's great about our tennis club, I think, is that we do, I don't know if any other clubs do it, so please do you know, email in if you do. With regards to what we call like the Rydal, is it, Paul? You want to maybe talk them through that one? Because... Everyone always gets confused with the score in the rival. Did you make this up? No. Who made this up? This has been going on for years. This As in at our club or is this a renowned thing? No idea, but at our club it's been going on for years. Explain I don't know if anybody's... the rival. Okay, it's a bit complicated, but basically, basically, you get put with a mixed double partner. Yeah. You, get a hand you usually have different ability. Yeah. Yeah, use your disability and your score reflects the ability of both the teams. Yeah. yeah. You get no, you get a handicap based on yourself, which could be fifteen, you start games at fifteen love or thirty love or minus fifteen, minus thirty. As a team. Yeah, as, as, a, as a team. As a team. And then take from there, and then you just play normal normal game tennis. It is very confusing. It is does actually sound uh, be, being a um official an umpire is quite confusing. Because you could have to you start at minus fifteen on Advantage side, yeah, which is a is lot right? of people, yeah. which is yeah. why a lot of people get confused and then they have it could no be idea. Minus 15 plus 15, but it's a it is a weird one, which is normally why no one enters that tournament. True, <laughs> another good one as well. Left outside of the what is it? outside of the uh, the main someone's or is it the, the, the Sherwood Shield we have in our club, which is like I think it's just to keep people obviously playing. It's basically like the rider where it's your partner that you're with has a handicap, the better you are, the lower games you start off with. And you have to play as many games you can as in the hour. In an hour, yeah. Nice and we can all say that separately we have held we have all held that think, yeah. title. Yes. We have Not at the same time. Not at the same time. Well, obviously. Separately, we have <laughs> well all held the title. Thanks to all the boys. Yeah. And I think those, those type of tournaments are great because they're different away from your generic winners that mm-hmm. whenever anyone could win, you could start off and anyone could win. And I think that's... Probably yeah. one of the great reasons why people play those different tournaments. It allows people to win who might not normally win. I think that's that's great. It levels play. It's like golf. It just levels the. Uh, and it, and the it keeps you playing all all year, doesn't it? It keeps yeah. you, even though this is like just over two two month periods. You know, after summer, it keeps you playing for them extra two months mm. coming up to winter. Yeah, and then obviously we've got within our sort of interleague. Well, not interleague, just like the generic league tournaments as well. We've got the Liverpool League, obviously, that's all men's. And then we've got, obviously, the Southport and District that do 
men's doubles and then mixed as well as women's. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on obviously that and the formats, the way that one works? Do you like playing mixed doubles and the men's? Yeah, I enjoy both actually. I enjoy. Can't play women's doubles, can we? No, we so, can't. No. Try. Yeah. No, um, I actually enjoy playing both. I know some people mixed doubles they're not that keen on, but I enjoy it. You know, and you you get the the best out of your mixed doubles partner yeah. and yeah. vice versa. I think I enjoy it, and I think it's good for the mix because it raises the standard of. Maybe the weaker player that you're playing with, it raises their standard to play against a hard hitting man, or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. And there's some really good women who yeah. basically hit the ball harder than the men. So, yeah. especially at the top level, it's not like it's yeah. a it's a ball game. So one thing you definitely don't want to be is obviously losing that first match really quickly, and then I just have to sit there on the side twiddling your thumbs while you wait for all, some of these other matches who can be yeah. really long to finish. You There's know. always that one guy in your team who just takes the mick and is always on court last. Yeah. You've always got to throw the tokens on for them. Yeah, every time. Put the lights on, guys. We're going to be another hat. Well, yeah, yeah, well, we're going to get off. We'll, we'll That's see why you, you never be captain. Yeah. Because you can always sneak yeah. off if you, uh, if you finish your game. True, the true. balls are in play again, are Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then also we've got, well, probably shy away from the, the tournaments and stuff like that. We'll get on to... We have in our club. I don't know if any other tennis club has it out there, but we've got a little bit of a mascot, mascot that makes yeah. our appearance every now and then. Gordon, Gordon the Guinea Fowl, I believe his name is called. Rafa, I believe his yes, name is also is. called. Goes by many names. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did not know Rafa. that until just now. But uh, well, where, 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 where has this guy come from? Does anyone know? Is, our, is it a guy? Well, shooting. I don't know why, but uh, no, where, where, sure. where, where where has it come from? Uh, it's been around for about at least ten years. Just no comes... way. Yeah, that's not been there for 10 years, Paul. Yes, it, it has. has. No, yes, it has. has. No, it hasn't. I'm saying 10 years. I am going to say five years. I'm saying five, five years. Five, five years, years, just before COVID. Yeah, just before yeah, COVID. That's mm. just before COVID. That is. It's way before COVID. That's like two years before COVID-20. Okay, we'll find that answer out. We'll ask the older generation in our tennis club, because they will know. No, 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 because you don't know. It'll be five years, not ten. Basically, it's a little guinea fowl that just comes on Usually around the summertime, he comes about and he just trots along all the courts. Oh, he walks from the clubhouse to like the primary school that's near us, and he just walks through all the courts. And, and before, be on. before Gordon, what even is a guinea fowl? I've never heard of a guinea fowl. Yeah. And I don't think I would ever have seen a guinea fowl, apart from this kid that rocks up. Yeah. Have you never? No, I wouldn't be able to identify what a, yeah, guinea, a fowl guinea fowl is. is. And most if you listen, you probably don't, probably know, don't know. And then most other clubs, when they do come to us, don't have a clue when he turns up, don't want to have a clue what to do, what happens, but everyone just ushers him along. And I don't like it sometimes because some people do get very verbal and treat Gordon as their own. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, he just comes in, he does this, he just does his own business. Some so, people take ownership over Gordon, like, that's theirs. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. And they see him once a year. Yeah. yeah. They see him once a year. So basically, just um, is Gordon's. Time schedule, daily time time schedule is the kids at the primary school where he comes from. When they come out to play, he gets chased over to our courts, trots along all five of our courts, <laughs> sits on the bench, <laughs> looks himself through the window, yeah, yeah, looking at the reflection of himself with the window. Yeah. And obviously, when the kids go back into play, he's thinking I've got some food going on here. Trots back over all five courts. <laughs> And picks up all their little uh, snacks that they've left. Same. That's usually how it works. Yeah. Um, is he... I've just thought then, 
You know how dogs attracted to balls? I actually think he's attracted to the ball because he does seem to want to go onto a game, onto a court where there's a, a point going. Yeah, I think he's attracted to the ball. I don't think he's a fan of rackets, though. I don't think he's a fan of rackets. He might be a fan of the ball, but definitely not the rackets when we're shushing him the way through. I don't think he'd be a fan of when somebody's serving at the ball, if it hits him. Well, maybe yours. Someone must have hit him. Someone Um, must have hit him at the tennis club. Yeah. I wonder if there's any other... um, Mascots out there. Mascots out there that get onto the courts and cause epic. But yeah, obviously, outside of the... Well, the mascot sort of side of things, stuff that are uncontrollable within the tennis club and stuff like that, um, would be well what we have around our sort of areas of park. So obviously, they come over and sort of cause mayhem. These youths, shall we say, who love to shout and chant, um, at us while we're playing. Obviously, our game, yeah, usually grunting a lot of the time, making fun. But uh, thoughts on thoughts on those people, those idiots that you can't really or don't um... really understand. I think they just don't know what it is. I think they just because they don't the night of tennis, yeah. they don't understand it. It wasn't being an attractive sport, and so they just make they fun. just make fun of it. And yeah, I don't know how it is. To be fair, it's like um, when you're on the tennis court and they're making fun. It's like being in a coliseum or in a footy ground. There's actually nothing you can do. You just have to take the abuse you and do. hope they move on because they're behind the cage. They're behind the cage, yeah. There's nothing you can do. You just have to take it. There so isn't it's not really like any other experience where you can have yeah. a go back because it's a game. They can yeah. stand there and make fun all day. Sometimes they do cross the line low, throwing a few sticks, or sometimes they've had bricks a few times, haven't we, thrown, thrown on court, which isn't bricks. nice. I don't believe that. Yeah. Bricks or sticks, yeah. They just pick up whatever they can and just throw it when so they've had a... Wow. I don't know. Just trying to impress their mates sort of type of thing, but... Yeah, sometimes they are fun every now and then when they do well, say, what are you going to do with them? They're there, you can't move them. I know you've also got, within that, new members as well sometimes. They just come out of nowhere. Sometimes these people, these good players, let's just say, sometimes and expect to go in the team straight away off the bat. That's one thing we didn't pick up before is obviously the politics within tennis clubs, which is unbeknown to us where people just get angry and leave the club for, for no reason. It would be the moaning of your selection place, which people yeah. just... It, it fuels them, I think, to... Uh, I should be here, you should be there. It's like they're in the... Uh, it's like they're in the Premier League or something, yeah. and they're not getting picked for the... Uh, they think they should be in there. Well, so me, anyone in particular? I'm not talking about yeah. I'm talking about Jay. I never had that one. I think maybe last year when it came as a shock, but... We're talking about Jay. I can't argue. It's not me. It's definitely yeah. not me. Those are the ones no, that. Are... I think um, you've got to respect our selection committee, and hopefully they pick. <laughs> Don't mind me. Um, you know the right players for the right teams. Yeah. And if they can't, then you know you do a better job of it, and you 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 put your name down for yeah, it's exactly you know, right. team captain or something. At the end of the day, it's just opinions, just isn't it? So. No. Usually yeah. they generally do get a spot on. I'd probably say there's very many ones that yeah, get wrong. Exactly. People just probably don't stick around long enough to try and get back in the team. You yeah. know what I mean? They just kind of not in. Right, I'm off. I'll join another club. I actually do think that um, the team picked at the start doesn't really change. I don't. You in the decisions? I don't think they look at results. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I don't see much change going on from start to mid. Yeah. 
That's what Which I think. it should be because if you're going off maybe a couple of two or three team practices and then basing your stuff from that and then going, I've made my decision, mm-hmm. that's it. It's not changing. I don't think they look at results much. But sometimes it's difficult. Like, say, the lowest leagues might have a harder league. They're not as strong across the board. So then, therefore, team always gets beat every week. If the lo- It doesn't matter if the upper team are getting beat. You can't win yourself because your division is just too good for I just it. Think, I, I think it's hard to... Once, once the um, season gets started, it's hard to change from you've got a team... How do I how do I get rid of this person in my team if they're not performing? So like hidden away the um does that make sense? Mm. You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see a manager type role at the tennis club. Imagine <laughs> someone who's on the side. Captain. You're not actually captain. You are the manager of let's say the third team. You pick your team, you turn up every week in a formal mm. and you just He's shouting in enthusiasm and criticism to your players. I'd love to see that. Take a manager-type role. Walking around yeah. the course. Yeah. And then, well, obviously, I just thought then off the back of newcomers coming in, not knowing the etiquette of tennis. doesn't have to be necessarily the etiquette, but it's just when to sort of walk past. Obviously, they just sometimes they just walk past straight away. You it's know. the ones that... Um, so you're in a rally, and I think everyone's had this, and they come onto the court, like, shyly, because they don't know just to, like... Wait till the point's over and go straight across the court. Yeah. And they're, they're slithering around the back of the court. Yeah. Like on the back fence. Yeah. Mind me, don't mind me. I'll squeeze past this point. Yeah. They're the best ones then. It's definitely on the first court. Obviously, you should just walk straight across the net. The slither. So, yeah. after the, oh, yeah, after, obviously after the point. After you wouldn't do a the point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that's just good. That. That's probably well summarised, boys. Yeah. The, the tennis club itself, I think we've obviously might have missed certain best spots, you know, covering it, the vast majority of it. We tried to do that. Just go back to the, the team selection. I think the team captain could play a better role than they do already. Why are they not questioning? As a team captain of all the teams, why are they not questioning um, you know, different players' performance and why aren't they going? Uh-huh. Well, that's it's, only, a, it's only club tennis, but it's only club I, tennis. I know it is, but imagine if players got drawn in for meetings. Like, That'd be good, that. You're not performing. I need more from you. I need yeah. more from you. What are you doing in the well, week? It's, uh, it's it's what are you doing in the week? It's a hobby, isn't it? It's yeah. a hobby. And... It's not taking that seriously. Yeah. Really. It, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. As we said, there's many things isn't there, that make up the tennis clubhouse and that's it. That's when all the social sort of stuff. I've never actually thought about all the things that yeah. go on in a, in a clubhouse. Until we talk about it. we well, that's what that's where we're here talking, oh, yeah, talking the whole oh, yeah. all sorts. But yeah, well, obviously, obviously, the week after, um, you know, a Grand Slam can be a little bit lull in the tennis. Obviously, we're twiddling our thumbs, not watching much tennis. Well, there's not much of the top players playing anymore. But mainly, we'll talk on to a little bit about well, what happened this week. Well, well, what happened in this week? We got a Davis Cup, wasn't there? Really? Paul, do you want to start? Uh, yeah, Davis Cup, Great Britain. Scraped through, well, maybe not so scraped through, but Dan Evans, bit of a scare. It was reported um, that they were going to struggle in the Davis Cup against Colombia. Yeah. Tough draw, am I right, Colombia? Yes. Yep. Tough draw, away, Colombia, on clay. They chose to play on clay. I struggle with the Davis Cup because that's qualification for the Davis Cup. If you lose, you're out. There's no two legs. I think that's unfair that the away team 
gets drawn, they have to go away to whatever country and they have to play on the courts that the other country dictates. I think that's a little oh. bit unfair. What are you saying? A neutral a neutral zone? A neutral location for all the players to go to. All the games play at a neutral location, maybe. How could you ever... Davis Cup is... It's like saying... That's what makes the Davis Cup. That's what makes the Davis Cup. Sure. You know? I know, but I just think it's unfair. Especially if you're a weaker team. Imagine if it was the other way around and Colombia had to come here. They'd have definitely had no chance. It's the luck of the draw. That's what makes it a little bit... I just think... Oh, maybe that's the love of the Davis Cup. I'm trying to take that. Right. I'm just trying to rationalise it a bit there, but... Right, having a few thoughts there, but anything else obviously happened in this week. I'm pretty sure there was, well, there was an upset, wasn't there, in one of the uh, the finals, definitely for the WTA sort of side of things. One more, yeah, we had um, two WTA events, one in Leon and one in Hui Hin in Thailand. Ah, well, well pronounced, well. Um, I hope so. I hope I pronounced that right. If not, I'll work on that. So, but final, we had for next year, Caroline Garcia. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the final, but she got beat. This in Leon. This is in Leon, yeah. Uh, got home beat slam. Well, by not home Parks slam, but... in two tough sets, seven five, seven six. That's a so, shock. That's a shock. Ex- especially in France, you would have expected Garcia to. Uh... Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but then, but the one main one, Paul. Come on, or oh, Ryan. What happened with our Benoit this week? What did he do? What didn't he do? Benoit update. We all know that he went out, didn't we, in Tenerife, it was. He went out early. Did he even make it? Did he even qualify? Qualify for what? No, he didn't. Well, he didn't qualify. He was already through to the tournament. He was a challenger, he was a challenger so, he, um, so he automatically gains. In the first round. Oh, is he good enough for them now? Oh, yeah. He's, He's good, good enough for those. But he got beat by Rodriguez Taverna. Let me see. The Spaniard. Oh, don't know who he is. Not a clue who he is. 275th in the world, anyway. 6264. Come on, Bemo. i got to do something. I did hear him on the doubles. Is that right? Yeah, he, he won one of his first round of doubles. He did. I don't know what happened, but it looks to be. Well, obviously, that was in the. Um, I'll have to tavern. The Tenerife one was a little bit before that one. He's not going to become a doubles specialist. Yeah. Maybe. But he did do a double. Yeah, he did get a doubles win, as we're saying there. He won, won one, then lost one. I don't know who he's playing with. To well, be honest, but he's clearly got more time on his hands. So if he is listening, give you a shout. Yeah, we'll um, think of some things to do for the uh, Tuesday to Sunday of each week. Now that you get knocked out on a Monday. No, come on, Ben. Mark. I am seeing. I am seeing potentially, or I hope, Benoit winning a title this year. Can he do it in a challenger? Do you think? Do you no. think he could get a title? No, the challenger tour is. Good standards. Good standards. Good lost, standards. Yeah. As I said to Jay, it was a UJ did a week. They've got Hawkeye in challenges. Oh yeah. The money that we invest in, uh, investing into the challenges now. Really. Hawkeye is in the um, so Benoit's mm. getting less unhappy with calls because he's got Hawkeye three challenges per set. <laughs> well, so on if there's a tie break. We like that about the challenges though. Sometimes watching those ones because that's where you can get those feisty encounters, those raw. Because that's where money really does matter for those boys, doesn't it? Like going into and a bad call there means a lot to them. So that's why they get yeah. really passionate. Obviously, we don't condone any. I oh, know, um, but they're some of the highlight moments. Yeah, then. But still can't get it wrong with Thorcan. Oh, nice little bless you there from Ryan. Anyway, Sorry. is that time? Is that trying to signal signal the end of the pod? But uh, that doesn't signal it. I don't know what we. Oh, nice one, right? But yeah, just looking forward. Obviously, next week then. What, what are the tournaments going on? I'm looking at here. We've got the Dallas one, haven't we? There looks to be some Dallas, Abu Dhabi ones. Montpellier, I believe. Yeah, Montpellier, another ATP, and the 
Cordoba, Cordoba, the Argentinian one, um, and then the women's are in Australia and Abu Dhabi, as well as I think as well. Is there any more Davis Cup? Is there any more Davis Cup or are they no, don't? No, just no. Weekends. Yeah. So Paul, can you tell me how does this Davis Cup work now? Is it then they now play a group stage? I think it's uh, just the, the, next, the next one is in uh, the end of the year, isn't it? No, no, I'm just asking, did they play a group stage? Like a group stage and then it? does it go to a knockout format or? It will do something yeah, like that. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. No. Paul, he needs to learn that one for oh, next yeah, time. You're going to be the tour correspondent for yep. this pod. You should be knowing that. No, I think the, the format's changed to the Davis Cup recently. Oh, I see. <laughs> familiar with the, the new the set out of the Davis Cup. Oh, so I'm not going to give you an answer that I'm not 100% sure of. No worries, no, that's fair. But yeah, anyway, I thanks. like that. Thanks. Thanks very much again, boys, for joining me for another week of talking tennis. Follow us on our socials at the Tennis Clubhouse and email us if you've got any questions at the tennis well the tennis clubhouse at hotmail.com. Yeah. Any four final words or comments, boys? Um no, I think it was a decent pod this week. Yeah, yeah, quite interesting. Yeah. The local tennis club's not too bad sometimes. I'll see you down the uh, club later in the week, boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, game next week. No, I'm busy. Ah, oh, right, nice. I'll give you one, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll win. Bye.